Hey, what's going on? It's John, and it's time for the JMart Cast for Monday, August 30th, 2021. What's going on? How you doing? Welcome, everybody. How's your week been? Hope you've had a great week. Mine's been pretty awesome. I got to do some pretty cool stuff. I went to a friend's wedding. I went to a cottage. Got to spend some time away near Algonquin Park. Just been a great week. And so thank you for joining me for another episode of the JMart Cast. I'll let you know all about the week. Uh, I guess I'll start off with the uh, going to my friend's wedding. It's actually funny because I actually had to go to the uh, cottage first just because we had rented on the Saturday and the wedding was on Sunday. So we had to go up and I was going with some friends and my wife and my kid, and luckily I was able to leave my kid with a friend of mine babysitting him for the day when my wife and I went to my friend's wedding. We had to basically turn back from Algonquin Park the next day on Sunday morning and drive back to Toronto for the wedding. <laughs> and it was a really fun wedding. Glad we came back for it. Saw so a great day for our friends getting together, tying the knot, and uh, it was a, you know, a COVID wedding, so things were different, of course, but it was still a great time. Uh, didn't get to do any dancing, but there was a lot of uh, great conversations with friends and really celebrating the love of our friends and their uh, kind of uh, marriage and the rest of their lives together. And it was uh, funny, actually, because it was a very, my wife's pregnant currently, and it was a very pregnancy-friendly wedding as, you know, as part of the fact that you didn't have to dance. That, of course, was very pregnancy-friendly, and there was, uh, you know, long periods of sitting <laughs> and eating delicious food. Uh, so uh, my wife was one of four pregnant women at this wedding, which was like 40-plus people, so nearly 10% of the population at this wedding <laughs> was pregnant quite funny and uh, cool. Anyway, really enjoyed my time. Uh, everyone had really great speeches at the wedding from both the maid of honor and the best man. Both sets of parents also had good uh, speeches too. So anyways, enjoyed that. Had uh, quite a bit of wine, delicious wine, might I add, at the wedding. But uh, luckily didn't feel too horrible the next day well enough to get on the road by, I think, 10, 10.30. And uh, I don't know, I, what am I saying? Even earlier than that, we were out of our house by 8 in the morning and uh, got to uh, the cottage near Algonquin Park uh, just before 12. When we got back to the cottage, everything was fine with the kid. He had been fine being spending the whole day with my friend and without my wife and I, so that was great. And yeah, we had a great time at this cottage. A lot of fun things happened. Uh, uh, we saw some cool uh, like uh, wildlife that was great. We saw a blue heron. Uh, there was one that was like basically like living pretty close to where the cottage was. And uh, we saw it multiple times kind of flying in and out of the same spot. Uh, sometimes kind of just standing there, maybe like potentially like looking for fish or something in the water, being a predator and all. Sometimes it was just kind of flying, just barely hovering over the water, over the lake water. Really majestic when it flies. It's got such a wide wingspan. 
And then uh, one of the times I was able to actually on a canoe slowly uh, float towards it. And because I had kind of floated so slowly and didn't paddle as I was coming towards it, it kind of didn't freak out uh, until I got very, very close to it. So I got to see it in a little better detail than I normally get to. And I got to see the nice blue color that the feathers have. And yeah, it was just very cool to see. Uh, in terms of other wildlife, I got to see uh, and hear loons quite a lot. Of course, uh, uh, every Canadian loves loons. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they have some pretty awesome calls, of course, love hearing those. But at this time, I got to see it up close as well. Uh, there was actually uh, one of the times I got to see a... Actually, I got to see them twice, but I saw a mother with a baby. Um, and uh, the baby still had the the baby feathers so you could tell uh, it was quite young and size-wise it was smaller too but the mother was full grown and uh, very majestic I got to again see it pretty up close they were um, they just allowed me to get close and uh, didn't swim away too too much especially with the I guess the younger uh, baby who couldn't I guess hold its breath for very long they weren't going underwater for long periods and disappearing on me so I could kind of just follow them and really get a good look at them. Uh, yeah, like I said, they're pretty majestic, really beautiful uh, bird. Uh, got to see it kind of, got to see its eyes actually. Like the eyes are quite red and that was kind of a little shocking to see for the first time, like <laughs> almost like devil eyes. <laughs> I mean, I never imagined that that's what loons look like. You know, you just think of, when you think of loon, you think of their majestic call and you think of them like uh, kind of on a loony <laughs> but uh you don't think of like the red eyes so now i'll definitely have a different perspective on on a bird after having that experience they're also really cool great swimmers of course i knew that from before but kind of seeing it up close uh really uh really need to see that as well uh, what else did I do? There was also, uh <laughs> saw a lot of birds now that I think back on it. I saw a bunch of geese. That was actually kind of a bit of a funny story because uh, me and my buddy were on a floating dock and we're just hanging out and, and sunbathing. And I hear a bunch of birds, the, the, the geese call, the goose call, you know, and, uh, okay, I'm not going to do it. It's like, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, sorry, but anyways, uh, I hear, hear a bunch of them kind of going off and I look off to my left and I uh, see there's like five, six, I think, yeah, six I saw kind of uh, hovering over the water, flying towards me, like kind of right at me. I'm like, oh, cool. There's like a whole bunch of them flying this way. And I thought they were just going to like take off uh, and fly up, but but they didn't. They were just like flying, hovering over the water, flying towards me and like getting closer and closer and i'm like calling my buddy and, and i'm like saying hey take a look it's kind of neat they're flying towards us and they kept flying further and further towards us like closer and closer i mean not further and further and eventually i was like oh they're not i finally realized they're not gonna fly over us they're gonna keep flying at us so <laughs> i started to panic a little not too much but basically i grabbed the floaties that were like on the dock with us that I was using earlier and I they're like pink and white stripes <laughs> and I just started like banging them together to kind of like get their attention <laughs> get the attention of the geese that like there's something here 
And so uh, it's funny because as soon as I did that, they actually like veered off course and turned around and kind of like just kind of missed us by about like 10 degrees and flew past and landed just like maybe 20, maybe 30 feet away. And they just hung out there. So we watched them just chill in the water for a little bit. <laughs> and it just seemed like if we didn't like hadn't done that, they would have totally flown over us. And actually, we kind of like confirmed that that's what would have happened because we because we saw the same thing happen the next day where like a similar group of geese was just like flying just over the water. And this time around, they flew right towards the floating dock and right over it and then went kind of circled back around and landed in the same spot. It's it's like wild to see actually. (laughs) Really cool. Uh, What else did we do? We did a lot of swimming, of course. And then uh, we had a kayak. We had a pair of kayaks. We got into those and rented a canoe as well. Uh, So we did a bunch of water sports. Um, one of the days we had a pretty big trip actually took a half day uh we uh canoed did like a two-hour paddle i did this with uh, my wife and my kid my two two year and three month old kid we did a two-hour paddle uh to into algonquin park itself and then there's a place where you can uh, uh basically get out of the canoe and do like a 15, 20-minute walk to go see the a waterfall. It's called High Falls. So that's what we did. We did a two-hour paddle with the kid. And it was like, at first, everything was going well. He seemed to be liking the canoe. And he was having a good time. And slowly, he was getting tired. So what we were actually hoping to happen did happen is he fell asleep. But it was just because, I guess, you know, he was in a canoe and... He was feeling a little hesitant, so the only thing kind of helping him was being like really close to his mom's legs as he was kind of sitting on the canoe. And he fell asleep in a really awkward position, like rested on his against her legs. And when like she couldn't really like readjust him very easily. And a little bit later, like a half hour later after he fell asleep, he just it was in an awkward position and kind of fell forward a little bit and then just bumped his head from falling forward and he woke up and was just really upset <laughs> you know uh, he didn't get all the rest he needed from his nap and uh, he woke up in a canoe just in the middle of water on a hot day and it just was not good for him <laughs> for that to happen so he kind of kind of melted down as he woke up he was pretty upset and started crying like intensely for a good half hour <laughs> Luckily, we had already kind of made it three quarters of the way to where we were going to stop and get out of the boat. So um, we just had to paddle for like a good half hour, basically kind of by myself in the front as Carly was uh, tending to the kid and couldn't really help much with the paddling. (laughs) But it was fine. I was able to do okay just on my own. And she was able to comfort him enough until we finally got out of the boat and he was much better as soon as we did (laughs) and then it was fun because we actually had to do a little bit of like climbing because it was kind of hard terrain to uh 
like it's a trail that goes up and down till you get to the uh, waterfall. And I was pretty impressed by my kid's ability to be able to like, and, and the willingness and like to be able to actually go on the trail and like do the climbing necessary to get from, uh, you know, where we landed the boats to, uh, to the actual waterfall. He walked pretty much the whole way there and then some of the way back, but by then he got tired. So I carried him on the way back, but still pretty impressive for a two year old little kid. And so, uh, yeah, that was pretty much a half day. We did two hours canoeing there, two hours back and about a 45 minutes to an hour on land. So about four to five hours, give or take. And it was a pretty intense day. And given the fact that my wife's also pregnant, so doing something like that with a pregnant woman and a two-year-old kid is uh, <laughs> it could be challenging, I guess, but we were able to pull it off and it was... It was a lot of fun. Let's see what else happened. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had a bit of a mishap uh, uh, because so when we went to the cottage and dropped my kid off and came back, when we went to the wedding, we carpooled with somebody. And so we took out the car seat from out of the car to have enough space for everyone to fit in to carpool together to the wedding. And then of course, when we went back to Algonquin, we forgot that we took out the car seat <laughs> and uh, basically arrived in Algonquin without a way of shuttling our kid back, back home. And so we had to come up with a plan B. And so we looked up that and found that the closest, um, Canadian Tire, which would likely be selling a, a car seat for us, was a half hour away. So we got the car and uh, <laughs> went and got a car seat. Luckily, we were lucky and like the uh, Canadian Tire exa had exactly what we needed. Thank goodness or else basically we would have had to, I guess, just one of us had to, would have had to leave early, go home, grab the car seat, come back and uh that just would not have been fun that would have been a just a terrible time but so we were able to do that and we celebrated by getting some uh fresh cut fries that was pretty sweet classic thing to do when you're up in in that northern ontario area near algonquin is to get some fresh cut fries we also found a kawartha dairies uh ice cream place Oh man, that's the best ice cream in the world. <laughs> Go worth the dairies all the way for the win. Um, their size, their sizes, their portions are just ridiculous. Like how big they are. Like I always just get the baby. I think it's called the baby size, but it's just like their smallest size, and it's just humongous. <laughs> that was great. What else? Uh, something funny happened. Uh, the that that I saw not happen to me, but uh, we were just chilling on the on the beach uh, by the cottage, just kind of like uh, looking out into the lake. And we noticed that the neighbors, uh, one cottage over, one of them was uh, getting into a canoe, and she had like a puppy with her. It looked like a puppy. It was a large dog, but it was definitely a puppy, just because of the way it was moving. You could tell, and um, 
And I noticed that uh, she was getting into the canoe and she was also getting the dog in the canoe. But it was a puppy and he was like really excited and like wasn't really calm at all. So I was like, oh, this might not go too well. Let me keep watching and see what goes on here because, you know, really excited dog getting into a canoe. You you imagine, you know, maybe they'll jump out or something. Something will happen. And so they get into the canoe and they go off and the dog's not calming down. It's kind of going crazy. It's, and they make it about like 10, 15 feet. And all of a sudden the dog just tips the boat and it just like jumps out and the, the boat is just like almost half filled with water and the woman is like jumps out of the boat too and she like hasn't gone far enough that it's actually still pretty uh shallow so she's able to stand there and uh the dog had this uh floating device like a what is it called like a life jacket i guess uh around it like a doggy life jacket and so that the dog was floating just fine, but she kind of grabbed it and kind of helped it float with one hand. And with the other hand, she was able to grab the uh, uh, canoe and not let it take on any more water so that it wouldn't completely sink. It was like lower than it normally would be, but it was still not sinking. And even though it was half full of water. <laughs> so then she, with one hand holding the canoe and the other hand holding the dock, she slowly started to walk back towards the dock to kind of... <laughs> Uh, you know get out of the water and it's just the water there is pretty like weedy too right by the shore so like I'm sure it wasn't pleasant to be doing that in there but she did it and we were going to go help her but then we saw somebody uh, that was you know at the from her cottage come out and give her a hand so everything was fine but that was just funny to see uh, them just come out of the dock and less than 10 seconds later <laughs> it was well you know what it's probably best that it happened so early he didn't wouldn't want that to happen later when they're much further into the lake let's see oh yeah there's a had another funny story that happened uh earlier when uh i was doing some grocery shopping for the uh cottage trip I wanted to get a watermelon and everyone who knows me know, knows I have a technique for, it's a pretty basic technique for watermelon picking. You just go up to it. You just give it a couple of knocks. You listen for the sound. You try that with at least three or four watermelons and the best sounding one is the one you pick. What the best sounding one is, is usually you're looking for like a resonant hollow sound. That's my best description for it. But uh, I think it's kind of like one of those things you'll know if you hear it. And it's exactly what happened. This is the story. So I saw somebody like standing by the watermelons, getting ready to pick one for himself, but he was just standing there kind of like clueless what to do. And so I walked up from behind him and I stand next to him and I just do three knocks on three different uh, watermelons. So I go one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And the last one was just such a nicer, hollow, resonant sounding knock. The, that like it was quite obvious that that's the one I should pick and this like you could see from his reaction to it like he recognized that as well and so I picked it and as I'm picking it I, I noticed that he's like putting his hand out on like other watermelons to like tap them and kind of 
hear the sound for himself for those like it was it was just hilarious like <laughs> we did not communicate but he saw what i did what i did and he uh he immediately understood so <laughs> there you go there's a tip for you for next time for the next time you're uh picking out a watermelon <laughs> that's what to do <laughs> anyways uh that's kind of all i'm gonna talk about for today i'm gonna keep today's episode short just over 20 minutes i was like contemplating not even doing one today because it's just like i didn't want to do one but i'm kind of forcing myself to do this because if i uh succumb to that feeling every time of like oh you're too tired don't do it then nothing's ever gonna get done so i'm just gonna push forward even though it's not that great today it's pretty short hopefully i had some good stories in there and uh i'll just finish by again thanking anybody for listening to this it's kind of a little project that i'm doing trying to make something like this once a week describing what's going on in my life funny stories sharing my opinions on things uh sharing kind of exchanges i have with people if you like it let me know encourage me to do more of these and uh yeah i'll catch you on the next one oh i guess maybe i should say like if you want to reach out either email me at newsletter at jmartfit.com or just connect with me through social social media jmartfit on both instagram and twitter j-m-a-r-t-f-i-t look me up down to chat anyways uh take it easy everybody talk to you soon